Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Go on, I'm jealous of you. Go on. So engaged and just so... So there in life. Well, you know, you and maybe you and Sophie Habu might. We might do, but we're not there yet, man. That's why I'm jealous of you. Give it a couple of months, and yeah, we'll give it a couple of months. I get married. Yeah, because I'm a dancer, but then won't I? <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Obviously, kidding on that. It's not. It's whatever. I keep getting asked every single time about this strictly, strictly curse. curse yeah. yeah, every single time. And you know, poor Sophie had no clue about this whole curse thing, and then right. and she had no idea that apparently everyone couples up when they do strictly come dancing. I read an article about this. And it said, uh, Jamie, who has problems with fidelity at the best of times. And I was like, it's so damning. Lothario and love rat. Like, <laughs> getting called a love rat. What is that? The, the ugliest of all animals, love rat. Is it, is it weird getting like this much? Like, obviously, you're in the press a lot, but it's a lot at the moment, isn't well, it? Well, I, I tell you what, it's, it's just, I, th- I think that what happens sometimes is that, obviously, Strictly is just, I just didn't realise that Strictly was such a sort of, big show and every, I, I knew everyone yeah. adored it it was such a great show but I didn't realise the press probably uh, enjoyed it so much but hey listen I mean I don't think I'm a bad guy so you're a great guy there we go man so I don't think it's going to be too bad in the end maybe we're all going to find out all you have to do is not kiss your dancer I, Pete Strauss I'm not going to kiss my dancer <laughs> that's all you have to do I know it's not like, a hat, like, oh, gonna, it's not like I'm going to be like some magnet like I mean I don't think the dancer is going to come anywhere near me oh god I just they'll probably just desire me and I won't be able to do it it's not going to happen man well there must be a thing though spending that much time with someone in a room for months. That um, yeah, I think a lot for a reason. I, well, I think that's probably why they talk about this whole strictly curse is because you know you do you spend eight hours a day, six days a week with this one person. And if you ever seen the movie Blue Lagoon with Brooke Shields, she ends up sleeping with her brother. So uh, yeah, so basically, <laughs> spend enough time with spend enough time with your sister, you end up sleeping with her. <laughs> it's basically the moral of that story, isn't it? <laughs> 
It's a really weird moral. That's what I'm going to say. That's what I'm going to say to anyone who asks me about this. It says if I, if and it's listen. I'm only this is. I'm only kidding around. I'm only joking around. All right. It's obviously all just laughter because it's what I keep getting asked. But if the Strictly Curse did actually happen, I my answer is going to be. Have you ever watched Blue Lagoon? <laughs> At least it's not my sister. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some credit. Yeah, but dude, I tell you why I'm jealous of you because you're engaged now. You're living this life. You've got this excitement on the horizon. And I was actually last night watching all of my home videos uh, of me as a little baby. And wow, the, me, my brother, my little sister just hanging out. Like it was just so cool. And oh. what's so exciting is that's what we, you know, touch wood, um, having, we can look forward to that, right? Yeah. We've got all that ahead of us. It's a super exciting thing. Like, because you always thought, like, oh, I'll have kids one day. And then mm. it's like, oh my God, I'm plan to have kids like in the not so distant future yeah, yeah but but also it's not even that like suddenly we're always told to use protection use protection use protection suddenly it's like well do we use protection now because do we just start having kids this is it so. i hope you get a quad i hope you i hope you're that fertile <laughs> that you suddenly end up having a quad <laughs> like a world record i have like 10 children oh once. my god my poor fiance <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what would you do with it like you'd, you'd create the you'd create the dress them as the huskies for christmas and pull your sleigh that's what you do yeah mush kids. boys and my girls god. mush <laughs> Uh, no, dude, I'm super happy for you. Hey, listen, Thank also, you. we had uh, our guest on today, Joel Domit. Lovely Joel Domit. Lovely Joel Domit. Um, and I'm pretty upset with him because uh, we weren't, well, we both are, we weren't invited on a stag do. But would you have wanted to be listening to that stag do? I don't. I just, you know what? You know, Joel, I love you, buddy, but that stag do sounded like total horseshit. That was. <laughs> I'm with you, man. Stag do's are bad. And that, your one was even the UK, let alone abroad, <laughs> and it still sounded like shit. I don't want to do that. But um, I just want to ask one thing. Uh, I'll be going on your stag do, surely? Yeah, you're invited. Sweet. I mean, we have to run it by my best man. Yeah, but yeah. don't run it by him. Just, you're yeah. the boss. We'll have to run it by Francis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. All right. I said. Ladies and gentlemen, we had Joel Dummett on the podcast today. Um, just one of the best guys in the world. He is doing so well with everything. His stand-up, his shows. I mean, that. jeez. He, that, he's, he's smashing it. Smashing it. Uh, stand-up sketch show. Stand-up sketch show. Yep, he was in stand-up sketch show. He was in stand-up sketch show. Um, I still haven't been asked to do that one. It's odd that I'm doing loads, loads, loads of stand-up. So I don't know. <laughs> don't know about that. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> he also has a podcast, Teenage uh, Mixtape. Go and have a listen to that. It's a great podcast. Um, but also, hey, as always, thank you so much to each and every single person who listens to it every single week. Francis is in Edinburgh. So uh, we had the lovely Pete Strauss, who's uh, sitting next to me right now, co-hosting with me today. Um, but still a hilariously good podcast we talk about peeing the bed lucas aid bottles stag do's stress what else we talk about pete love love um microwaves and ovens microwave ovens that's the highlight that is the highlight of the entire (laughs) show um but please also uh thank you so much for listening and subscribe to private podcast um and uh yeah just tell all your mates about it because that would be swell Hey, listen to the podcast and enjoy it. Love ya! Woo! Joel Dummett. Yeah, go on for it, son. I'm not, no headphones. I'm going Sans headphone. Really? Oh my God. Well, I don't. I'm going to use my ears and hear what people say directly from their mouths. Yeah, but that's still. That's still not as not as good because I feel. Do you know why? Because I just like the sound of my own voice. I like mm, hearing it in my head, right into your ear. Oh wow, I like hearing it. Uh, from, I can only hear my. I can only hear now my voice in one ear, which I don't think is. is I think it's actually worse. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. 
Do you know what I mean? Well, I think it's almost certainly worse, and I think that's why me and the grousey have taken them off. <laughs> I don't feel like I'm present in the conversation when I've got headphones on. What? What do you yeah. mean? Because I feel like I'm not... This feels more natural, This feels it? more natural. What are you just talking about? It just feels like a fucking three guys shooting the shit right now. <laughs> We're just Tuesday shooting morning. the shit. Tuesday morn, hanging out on a street corner, playing checkers, <laughs> having a convo. <laughs> Did you say Tuesday morn? Tuesday born. Tuesday <laughs> born. Out on the street. That's the new smoking born. Smoking a pipe. <laughs> it's the new Have born supremacy s- movie coming out. <laughs> Tuesday born. He just like wakes up, has breakfast. Hey, do you know what? I, I'm going to take my headphones off then as well. I'm going to do, do it. Do it, man. Off. Oh, what? What's happened? Oh, how does it feel? It feels awful. You can feel <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> no, I can't hear myself. Hear your voice in both of your ears. Hey, listen, by the way, I had a, I had a weird dream last night. Have we started? Yeah. yeah dude, oh, hey, listen, we've always started. Oh, my God. You got, like, don't freak yourself out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, man, you're on private parts. I hope all of the, uh, hope all of the, the headphone chat's going to stay in. <laughs> I had a really weird dream last night, by the way. Oh, um, what was it? I had this dream that uh, everyone hated me. Mate, I've got a You might not be a dream. <laughs> Did you just I, wake up in the middle of the night and go on Twitter? <laughs> I, honestly, I, I honestly had... It was the worst dream. Honestly, like, everyone, everyone hated me. Everyone hated me. Basically, I don't know what happened was, but just everyone started hating me because for no apparent reason. And it was awful. And I woke up in the middle of the night thinking... Well, this can't be real. Everyone loves me. Oh, is, <laughs> this, is this a bit of preemptive Strictly anxiety? Yeah. Did you just do a bad cha-cha? <laughs> I don't know what it was. It just made me really freak out and made me feel a bit like, oh, uh, yeah, it just really... Had. Have you had those dreams where you, you wake up in the middle of the night and you don't know if they're real or not? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You've yeah. had those? Yeah. I had, um, I mean, uh, I mean I, I've mean, i very... I'll talk about Here this, we actually. Go. This is a very strange one. This week, I pissed myself. No, you didn't. I pissed myself what? in in a dream, and I and I, and I no, pissed in... myself in real life. Are you, really? Are you six years I've old again? Never. I've I haven't pissed myself like for a long time. Like you know, we've all done that thing where you put it in a bit early and dribble. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But I was fully asleep. I was in that dream. I was you... in my dream. I was drinking a Lucasaid. <laughs> Which is rogue anyway. <laughs> <It's weird. laughs> rogue. <laughs> <laughs> like when they're not hungover. That's odd. No, you drink a Lucasade when you're hungover. I was drinking a Lucasade, and then I was I really enjoyed the Lucasade, so I had another Lucasade. And when right. I started drinking the other Lucasade, I started pissing. And then like like the Lucasade was coming out immediately out of my dick like a Lucasade tab. And then wow. um and then I was like, Oh yeah, I'm pissing in the dream. And then I just felt it against my leg. And then I was like I'm pissing in real life. Oh, I'm pissing in real life. And I did just you got camera out of bed. Quickly, Hurka! And so not all of it came out. I'm going to say about a quarter to a third of my full uh, full chamber wow. came out. And then I ran to the toilet, did the rest of it, and then I just sort of like lay in bed and I was like, "What am I going to do?" Like Hannah, it's like the most embarrassing. Genuinely, yeah. I've been with Hannah for like three years. The most embarrassing thing I've ever had to do is to wake her up and be like, "I've pissed the bed." But were you drunk? No, I wasn't drunk at all. It would be better if I was drunk because people yeah. piss their piss their beds all the time when they're drunk and stuff. I've I was just fully sober having dreamed about Lucasade. <laughs> Are you alright? Oh yeah, <laughs> I know. What the hell? What the hell? This is like nerves, man. This is this is what this is what nerves do to you, right? I was petrified. Yeah. And, I, and then the next night, I was so petrified that I was going to piss myself. Didn't sleep. Of course. At all. Yeah. I was like petrified. 
Oh, so then you got it into your head. Yeah, it got into my head that I was going to piss myself. <laughs> and so I like didn't drink any water the entire day. So, so did you put down one of those uh, pee blankets? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you thought, well, now I'm done started. Yes. I took down a blanket of sanitary towels. <laughs> <laughs> I stuck a tampon right down my pee pee hole. <laughs> Soak that bad boy up. Hey, listen, the only thing you can put down your pee pee hole apparently is a daisy. Because it goes that way down, but you then can't take it out again. Oh, really? Yeah, because the petal, the petals, so the petals are designed to go down a jabby. Uh No, the petals are designed so when you push it down, they, they sort of... It goes against the goes with the grain, right? Yeah. And then if you try and pull it out, you just pull the stem off, and the daisy's stuck in your. Isn't a pig's penis like that too? What do you mean a pig's penis? At me as if I, I think yeah. I, so I think I think a pig's penis. You could put it in, and then when they pull it out, it really hurts. I think there's such a fox. Is it fox? It's a fox. That's why it sounds horrible when they have sex. Oh my god! A fox has a little claws on the end of their penis so it, like, yes yeah, so they go and I think it's a fox and they attach inside to the female vagina and they lock in oh, oh my god hello everyone welcome, <laughs> welcome to, to private, private parts, parts. Uh, this is where we read the most intimate sort of details of our lives hey in the studio we have Joel Domit pleasure Woo! to be here and Pete Strauss Woo! producer Pete Grousey Grousey so wait hold on why do you call him Grousey because it rhymes with Strauss that is literally it. And then we thought Strauss the Grouse, and um, now it sticks. It's um, I quite like I it. I think it's quite good. It yeah. feels like a proper like football like Grousey, Grousey. <laughs> oh, Grousey! Last night you were fucking making noises like a fox. Grousey. <laughs> 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 Yeah, yeah, Grouse yeah. is making noises like a fox. fox. Extreme <laughs> pain. Yeah, yeah. Extreme pain. Uh, uh, hey, hey, Pete, we got it. So Francis isn't here today. He's up in Edinburgh. Dear old Francis. Uh, so you're our producer. You produce our podcast. You produce uh, Joel's podcast. Yes. Teenage well. mixtape. Teenage, Teenage mixtape. Big shout out there. Um, Doing really well. Good numbers. Uh, and Great numbers. Uh, <laughs> mate, are you excited to be on the podcast? Very excited indeed. Hope I do a good job of filling in for Francis. Also, oh. we've got to give an announcement because... Uh, we do have to give an announcement. Yeah, yeah, you just got engaged. Just got engaged. Oh, my God, it's what so exciting. What the hell? It's exciting. How, how give you us do a it? lowdown. Come on. Yeah. We were in Cornwall. Classic. Theatre in Cornwall. My girlfriend, set designer, works in theatre. She was working on a show down there. Went there a couple of years ago. Thought yeah. it was beautiful. Going to propose. Uh, there's a lovely little balcony. I was waiting. There was a guy tuning his guitar out there for about 15 minutes. <laughs> so I was just... On the balcony? On the balcony, just me and my girlfriend, and I couldn't tell him to leave. Yeah. <laughs> so you said, hey, you want to play a little song for us? Because yeah. I'm about to do something special. Uh, no, eventually he did leave, and then I had a whole speech planned, couldn't get a word of it out, just dropped down to one knee and said, marry me, please. And she said yes. Oh, that's so I think great. That's so sweet, man. Great, man. I feel like guys always cry when they propose. I feel like you were a weeper. Did you cry, Joe? I did. I did. Uh, I definitely had some tears in, yeah. in the old eyes. Did you get down on one knee and start crying? It's, um, I, I, I mean, I feel like I've told this story before and things, but for the purposes of the Private Parts podcast, I'll tell you what I've done, Jamie. Because you, you were the first person I showed the ending of my book to. And I cried. And you cried. Wow. I, I cried when he showed it to me. I <laughs> yeah. cried. I so cried. Like the, my propo- I pro- the way I proposed to Hannah is I wrote, a, I wrote a book. And then at the end of the book, I proposed to her. Oh. And you basically um, got paid to propose. No, basically. <laughs> you got a book yeah. advance to propose. You got paid, you got paid to propose. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> 
And so I had to say hashtag ad after I said, <laughs> will you marry me? Um, <laughs> will you marry me? Hashtag ad. Did hashtag you, spawn. Did you make her read the entire book? I made her read the entire book. The longest waiting. proposal of all time. <laughs> 90,000 word proposal. Did you say, look, read the entire book. Don't skip to the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah just well, I ripped out the final page. Oh, yeah, I remember you oh. saying that. I ripped out the final page, and then she read the whole book, and she was like, I think it, it kind of ends a bit abruptly. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'm still working on the end. Come home, and then I'll let you, uh, I'll let you read my idea. And she, she came home, and I had a velvet tuxedo on. And I put out loads of By candles. mistake. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, I'm just about to go out. <laughs> uh, but before I go. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and put out 150 candles. I know it was 150 because I lit all of the ones that I bought. Uh, I also bought a candelabra. Because like, candelabra? Well, um, it's, like a, it's like a sort of candle stick, but then it has lots of arms. Okay. You know? Like a chandelier of candles. Like a chandelier of candles, okay, yes. Cool. Um, and... Uh, and so, I, so I had that, and then because um, I, I was I was in John Lewis buying candles, and I was like, I'm gonna fucking buy a candelabra. <laughs> it's kind of cheap. Yeah, you? you can go to Joe Malone. Or something um, like that. It, was, it was it was forty pounds. <laughs> was it for, and for also, one hundred and fifty candles. The one hundred and fifty candles. You know, you don't want one hundred and fifty scented candles because no, that's, that's too much smell. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Man. That is too much. Smell. <laughs> I would have got one hundred. I would got one hundred and fifty different scented candles and got incense, and and then. <laughs> Got a shake, shake. Is that what you got? Got a shake. <laughs> got got a Muhammad shake. <laughs> and like the girlfriend would just come back and it just like dead on the floor. There was just too much sense. There was too many smells. Um, Dying because of the too many senses and too much died. lavender in my nose. He died smelling of teak wood. <laughs> teak wood. <laughs> That's so niche. <laughs> it's so niche. But there's always like teak wood. There's always different there's types not. of wood. Teak wood. It's like orange and like lavender. Orange, or like lavender. lemon and lemongrass. There's not teak wood. Sometimes. I've never heard of teak wood. Some, oh, maybe it's just me. I love I love the smell of teak wood. <laughs> what is it? Is it that type of wood? I feel like it's like a, a specific smell. Yeah, obviously, because we've never heard of it. <laughs> I'll you find know? out. There must be a teak wood scented candle. Okay, but hang on, just quickly with teakwood before we continue your story. Where do you, where do you, do you walk into like a a, a forest and go, oh, that's teakwood? Do you, mm. where, where do you walk and find the smell of teakwood? Well, I think it's like there's the there's the you know you know because like a smell of wood is like a smell of like you know like Anchorman talks about the smell of rich mahogany. You yeah, know? It's, it's like a, nice a smell, yeah. it's a good smell. You know, it's the smell of like. Tobacco and fucking teak wood. And oud. Oh, oud. oh yeah. Nobody knows what oud means, but yeah. everyone's like, oh, oud. Oud. Yeah, oud is like oud is like a like a just oud. Oud is like what cowboys drink. Oud. I imagine oud. that like you were like born in oud. Like born I, out of oud. Yeah. Born out of oud. <laughs> yeah. Everything you touch turned to oud. <laughs> I am um, so she comes home. And I have 150 candles out. Velvet toxic. I found out that if you light 150 candles in a one-bed flat in London and you're wearing a velvet tuxedo, you sweat like a motherfucker. (laughs) I was sweating so hard. And then I was holding a candle up. And honestly, I cannot tell you, like, she comes through the door. And it wasn't until she comes through the door I realized that I look like one of those haunted house attractions that, like... (laughs) You know, like one of those people that welcome you, like with holding a candelabra, like, ah, come in. Ah, just like sweating so hard, like the London Dungeon. Ah, oh, you're about to have the most frightening time of your life. 
<laughs> she comes in and um, I said, first of all, when, before she came home, I put on a classical playlist. And it was because uh, I thought that was really romantic. And then I was re- just before she came out, I was really panicking because it was so fucking depressing. Well, the whole scene. <laughs> so yeah. oh, you were like, sweating. God, yeah, this is God, sweating, this is me- <laughs> candles. <laughs> it's suddenly I'm like, you suddenly just went, God, this is for the rest of my life. This yes. is depressing. <laughs> this is like really depressing. I was like, this is this is not a proposal. This is a seance. <laughs> And so, Am I about to murder her? Yeah. In my flesh? It felt like a sort of cult mass murder situation. <laughs> like, oh, I was going to... You're going to drink some poisoned oud and <laughs> yeah. die. Yes. <laughs> exactly. That was the vibes. And so I changed it quickly to a classical soundtrack playlist. Because it just... Because classical music, I find, is just very... It's very inconsistent. Mm. It's like... You know, one one song will be sad and beautiful and just like, oh, like romantic. And then the next one is depressing as fuck. And then the next one is like, and it's so shit. And like, and also, this is, I'm going to go into a bit of a rant about classical music. Let's I just think, it's, I, Jamie, I feel like you listen to classical music on a daily basis. When would I ever listen to I, I, I just I, feel like that's the what you're born into. No, I, I feel like with classical music, I feel like my, so my aunt and uncle used to listen to it. But I, I do quite like it because it makes me feel a little bit like... Yeah, yeah. You know when you go... You know when you just you wake up in the morning and go... <laughs> yeah. What, when you wake up in the morning and yeah. breathe? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. always a bonus. <laughs> when you're like, oh, phew, I, I didn't piss myself tonight. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I feel like when I listen to classical music. However, I'm kind of with you. I do like it. But I do find it a little bit morbid and a little bit depressing. Yes. So I feel like your your now fiance. I feel like she would have walked in and be like, "Why the hell are you playing classical music? Yeah. You've never played this ever before." Yeah. I just it's it's really. Uh, I think that was the problem with the proposal for me. I, it was. I love, wait, so are you, are you, you group proposal? <laughs> I think if you had to give it a review, okay, it's a, it's your first, it's your it's your first. It's, it's a, you could win the newcomer award in Edinburgh. Three stars. You got three stars. Three stars. Three stars. Damn it. it was it was really on me. I think I was really trying to too hard. You know, like should have just worn normal clothes. Maybe, but you've got to do something. You got to do something. So yeah. I put a lot of stuff. And like, do you, do you do you just do a a grouse and just get down on one knee and go marry yeah. me? Do, do a you know, grouse. Yeah, do, do a grouse. <laughs> That's what the face is good. Yeah. But do writing a, a book was surely enough of a gesture. That's before it. That's why I thought I didn't want to do like I wrote the book, and so I thought that's enough. And then I didn't want to I didn't want to do it at like a basketball game and be like <laughs> I wrote a book. <laughs> Wait, hang, on, hang on, hang on, hang on. So you would have got, you would have gone to a basketball game. So. Why are we going to a basketball game? Yeah, exactly. You'd have flown to America and what, gone on the big screen and gone, look up, honey. <laughs> and she would have been like, neither of us like basketball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you doing, man? Because it would have been like the Swindon Ice Lords versus, <laughs> yeah. versus the Hereford Herons. It's like, there's about four people there. <laughs> you're First not going to fly to like and watch the Knicks. It's going to be the Swindon uh, whatever versus the, the, oh, the Bradford Bulls. I really hope the Swindon Ice Lords is an actual team. <laughs> Me too, man. The Swindon Ice Lords. I think that's what Swindon Ice Lords is an ice hockey team. I really I do think they are. <laughs> Swindon Ice Lords. Swindon Ice Lords. So I um so I changed it to a soundtrack classical playlist. She comes in the door, I'm sweating really hard, and she's like, What's going on? Um, has someone died? And then um she comes in and then I read out the final page of my book. 
that you cried at, Jamie. You would have cried at that point. Oh, yeah. And my hand is shaking. Yeah, man. Like, my hand is, like, fucking shaking like a leaf. It's so, you know, that fucking, it's so annoying when you have to do any sort of performance of any kind and you've got to hold a sheet of paper mm. and your body just takes that's over. The biggest, and yeah. you just end up shaking it like a flat. It's the most annoying sort of bodily... Why does that happen? I, I don't I, know. I, I have that as well. I remember when I used to, at school, we had to go and read out like a, a lesson in church. We had to go and do that. And every single time you'd have to read out the lesson, you'd walk up to the to the lecture, no, and and your leg would start yeah. to, my leg yeah. would start to shake like Michael Jackson. I'd be like, what the hell's going on here? And then my top right lip would then start to quit. <laughs> it basically looks like the side of your body's having a stroke. Yeah. The other side's totally fine. Yeah. Why is it just one side of your body that starts to freak out? It's so, it's like, it was all over. The, I was just, I should have, when I was down with the page, I was like, I should have just had the whole book. Because you mm. can't shake with the whole book. You definitely no. can shake with the whole book. It's less obvious, though, because you can hear obvious. the paper. The paper, you can, yeah. you're can. you physically fanning a face. Did, did, did you say, look, I'm sorry, I'm shaking? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm shaking. I've, I've had three Red Bulls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, get outside there. I, start, I, I really feel like this suit is going to give me a three star. Yeah. I mean, let's, <laughs> let me blow out all the candles. Let me turn off the classical music. I'm going to take you to the Swin and Lice Balls. <laughs> yeah, let's start again. Let's start this all over again. And I started and I read the page and then I got to the end of the page where I go, Hannah Cooper, will you marry me? And she still went, like, it ends quite abruptly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, it's it just good. Yeah. Yeah. It's good, but I don't think it's going to make Richard and Judy's book club. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and I, when I say, will you marry me, the Jurassic Park theme tune comes on. No. Amazing. And so I go, Hannah Cooper, will you marry me? And he goes, no, 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 no. And you know the start of Jurassic Park, that it doesn't go into that till probably about 30 seconds in. So I was kind of like, oh, this is quite a nice song. Mm. Go to start it, and will you marry me? And then it goes, well, as da, 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 da. Well, your, was your distraction bit as you were doing, well, that's quite a nice song. Actually. I was like, yeah. that's actually So did you go, did you, so did you then time around, did you go, will you did you say it slow so you got to the right marry me (laughs) (laughs) i waited for it and um yeah and uh i was just i just remember looking in her eyes and seeing this look of like oh shit is this what i've got (laughs) forever this sweaty man (laughs) in a one bed flat who's wearing a tux a velvet tux it's a burgundy as well it's a burgundy velvet tuxedo yes and like candles, and um, she said yes, and then uh, she put the ring on her finger and walked around the flat like a dinosaur. That's oh. the most romantic thing I've ever heard. Really lovely. I'd say listen, that's listen, a four star. This, boys, this is what I want to ask. Right, you guys have just got engaged. Okay, you're getting married. How do you know the person's the one? If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This is the big question, right? Well, I think you know they're the one if you win Strictly Come Dancing Together! What was the O bit of the end? <laughs> got so excited. <laughs> got so excited you get to do it in Strictly. It's yeah, so great. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm going to propose to my partner at the end. Oh, mate. <laughs> What's an ending that would be? What an ending. Hey, think of the press. <laughs> I thought, think of the press. Firstly, the, yeah, oh, okay, think of that. Firstly, most of them are, are married. Secondly, they all have boyfriends or, or girlfriends. Um, and It's never mattered in the past. Yeah, 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 stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I'm also dating someone, so it would be impossible. It, it would be impossible. Uh, yeah, it would be impossible. <laughs> yes, well, Joel, Dominic, it would be impossible. How long have you been dating? Uh, four months, three months. Four months, three months. You know, that classic two amount months, of time. Two months, one month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a couple of days. <laughs> uh, oh, that's exciting, man. I'm really excited to see, see your dance. I want to know, that, look, just tell me, how do you know it's, be, how do you know it's the one? I think, I think you know it's the one if it's really easy. I think that's the that's yeah. the that's they're really easy. If they're really <laughs> easy, if they're fucking loads of people, it's the one. <laughs> they're the one. <laughs> they're the one. You know. The, <laughs> I think it's um. How yeah. many people you slept with? A hundred in. In. All right. <laughs> in. in. Um, it's um. Yeah, I think it just it should be really easy and really fun, and and when you have an issue, you want to work it out. That's that's the difference between me and Hannah and me and other people. It's like when something was an annoying thing, you you kind of get like you're like, oh, I don't give a fuck if I, we work this out or not. Like where it's like with Hannah, I like really want to sort it, and because I want I want to be with her forever, you know. Oh, it's so great. Also, I think the difference is, it's like this is really funny. So we when I when we first got together. Mm-hmm. Oh, for a while, we were, it was amazing because, like, it used to. We, uh, we, I've never talked with someone about having se- having um, having kids before. Having sex, someone. We just it just happened, and <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's about it. Yeah. I never like to warn people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
They were like, to let, yeah, yeah. Uh, By the way, you're going to be totally let down. Yeah, it's right now. <laughs> yeah. So like, I've never, I've never been excited about having kids. Like, I've, I knew I wanted them at some point, but I never bit have been like, oh, I really want to have uh, kids with someone. And like, I think that is kind, yeah. kind of also another difference is like, so everyone I've ever had sex with generally in my life is that you have sex with them and you're you're enjoying it, and then. You know when you you know you know when you finish sex you know yeah you know, yeah. You know? yeah yeah and yeah yeah you, you yeah go, you cheer yeah <laughs> but you just kind of there's that moment in your brain where you're like oh I I just hope I don't hope I don't I hope this isn't a baby <laughs> oh no I don't have that do you know what goes into my head so if I in the past my biggest fear wasn't having if I had unprotected sex my biggest anxiety always came from when I ever had unprotected that I had caught some terrible disease and I used to go to the doctor over and over and over again and say oh, I need to have a test I think yeah this I thought I had AIDS for three months and I went to the GP and I was like, like I just I cannot shake this cold and um, d- did tests and things and no, I think it's honestly just like a common cold. Uh, take this like nose spray thing, spray it up your nose, and I think I think you'll be absolutely fine. I went, oh god, thank you very much. That's really like rested. That's like really settled me. Thank you. And then she went, oh, or it's AIDS, and um, or she said, she said, well, she said HIV, and so she said, or it's HIV, and I was like, what, what? She said, I know it's probably not, it's not, you know, but you should definitely just get tested and you know give yourself peace of mind. I was like, you can't go from saying I'm absolutely fine to just throw in HIV. In yeah, the where's yeah. the middle ground? Where's, where's the, the middle where's, ground? Where's the middle bit to get to that? And, it, and it's really, you know, I had, the, I, I spoke at this before, I, when I had this thing, depersonalization, which is basically where, <clears throat> basically like really heightened anxiety in a sense, but it's different things. When I went to the, the I went to a psychotherapist and I said, something's not quite right. I, don't, I just don't, I don't feel normal. I'm seeing blurry vision. <clears throat> Excuse me, and um, he went. Yeah, that was such a, a such a posh, yeah, such it, a posh car. Just like, everybody's attention, please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you Excuse me. Notice. You're at the back. Listen to me. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> oh, you at the back, boy. Listen to me. <laughs> um, but it was really horrendous. And I went to the psychotherapist, and the psychotherapist mm. said, "Listen, it's uh, anxiety, or uh, you can get it from this, this, and this." I went, "Okay, fine." So I understand what this thing is. And he went, "Or it could be psychosis." And I went. Anyway, yeah, yeah, or it can be psychosis. So then, what you do is a human instinct, right? We automatically go to the the catastrophize. You go to the worst thing. So I was like, well, I've got psychosis, and I'm going mad. That's it, and that's what happens. So if someone says, "There's no middle ground," oh, it's a little bit of anxiety. No, you got psychosis. It was super intense. And it's like I kept on googling like all of the symptoms, and I was like, oh no, I've got that, I've got that, I've got that, I've got. I genuinely was like really panicking. But it's, and it's obviously fine. And I, I kept on going back to the clinic thing, and he was like, "Just to let you know, I've been doing the test, but it's quite difficult to get now." It tells you. Um, so the- basically, love is when. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's how it started. But, but, but boys, this is what we were talking about before, right? So we, so we were talking about this whole point of, um, so uh, animals, right? Animals don't. Uh, Imagine stress. They don't have uh, animal, animals. Don't ha- really get anxiety, right? Oh. Because they because anxiety. So adrenaline is a good thing or a bad thing. So adrenaline is where you uh, something is happening or something exciting is happening or you're being chased by a saber tooth tiger. Adrenaline jumps in, so you then run away. And ah, that gives you adrenaline. That's a good thing. Adrenaline is a bad thing when you're imagining things that could happen. So you're worried about your tax return or you're worried about uh, an exam that's coming up that you think you're going to fail or you're worried about... Pissing yourself at Pissing night. yourself at night. Exactly. <clears throat> something that hasn't happened, your then adrenaline goes and that's anxiety. And anxiety is bad when 
that happens, right? So all you have to remember is anxiety. But in the animal kingdom, and we're saying this before, is that, you know, if the zebra is chased by the lioness, right, because the lioness... Lions, lions don't hunt. Lionesses hunt. Found that out as well the other day. Anyway, really? Yeah, no worries about that. Um, and yeah. so the zebra will be chased by the lioness, <clears throat> and uh, it will have this anxiety and it will have this adrenaline rush. And, oh my god! But then when it's not caught and it goes back to the watering hole or whatever, it will then not even think about the stress. They don't have the stress of what's just happened. They'll completely forget about it. And so they leave. So with humans, the only people on the entire earth that actually have stress within them. And you also, what's so interesting is that when you have stress, right, what it does is, so for a prime example of stress, so stress, uh, when you have a stressful situation, it shuts off your sort of sexual intentions because that's not needed. So if you're being chased by a saber-toothed tiger, you don't need to have feel like sexual whatever connotations and stuff like that so it cuts off that it cuts off your appetite so that's why when you have an exam or you're doing like a speech you get like a dry mouth because your your digestion is shut off so everything is shut off yeah. when you're feeling adrenaline so getting anxiety and, and fearing the future and fearing these things and imagining fear is actually a really bad thing for you so you just have to try and basically just don't do it <laughs> that's, don't do stress yeah don't do stress yeah stress is like a massive part of why we you get ill and we that's just completely exactly it. that's exactly it. it's a huge part of like it's your digestion and like it's like it reflects everything it makes it's like the worst thing that's why i just like fucking shit out mate. yeah why but do how, you, do you, how do you how do you how do you handle stress uh turning my phone off try to focus on stuff if i like reading a book i try and super focus into that mm. book if i'm listening to a podcast i try and super focus into that podcast because otherwise my mind wanders and just starts running is a great one running's exercise, great yeah, man. running's really but i mean good. for me exercise is the way i deal with stress like that's that's i exercise every day and i just like it's like the time where i put my phone away and i just like yeah and if i'm really stressed about something i like i like lift better it's like because you channel that. Just like, yeah, you, you do, know, baby. Yeah. You lift better. I lift better. <laughs> but, but before you were doing all the exercise and stuff like that, then didn't you? Because I, mine was the same thing. I listened to Tyson Fury when he spoke about, he was talking about like... That's on Joe Rogan's podcast. Yeah, and Joe yeah. Rogan's podcast. He went on Joe Rogan's podcast and he spoke about like, how he was dealing with loads of mental health. Mm. And he didn't know what the hell was going on. He, was free, he just was feeling so depressed, so anxious, so horrible. And he went on a run. And that run, after that run, he was like, oh, I feel good. I feel better after that. And that, that sort of endorphin kind of like rush within him made him feel better. And he got back into exercise. And exercise is the most key thing to uh, all these things, right? It's, I, I, I feel sorry for people who, who haven't found it. Yeah. Like that's, that's how strongly I feel about exercise. I agree with you, man. I totally agree with you. And it's, I know it's so stupid, but like, I just feel so sorry for people who are like, oh, I'm a, a bit sad. And they don't know that the key and the answer to it is just doing a bit of exercise like I mean I know it's bigger picture than that and it's like yeah. it's not always just that but, but it, it's a step in the right direction and I think that's what matters I guess part of the irony is when you least feel like going for a run is probably when you most need to go yeah. for a run yeah that's the pop that on a t-shirt and sell it Look in Primark. That. Is that your now your quote? I'm gonna get that yeah. tattooed yeah. on me. That is classic grouse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> classic grouse. Good for a quote. When you don't need a when you what was it? He said again. When you least feel like a runner is when you most need one. Yes, man. Yes. But mm-hmm. Joe, I'm so with you on that thing where you said you feel sorry for people who haven't found it yet because it's so true. Because God, because when I when I started doing exercise again, wow, it was like a complete game changer. Yeah, it's just but when you stop doing it for a week. 
that mad thing that comes into your mind where you're like, oh, I can't be bothered, I'll do it tomorrow. Oh, I can't be bothered, I'll do it tomorrow. It's so mad how much you forget how incredible it is yeah, so yeah. quickly. And so you just got to do it a lot and keep going, really. <laughs> it's, uh, it's so cool. fun. Because also you can have like these uh, these big weekends. Because the other thing talking about marriage and stuff like that, right, is you 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 do stag do's. Oh, uh, so I oh did you did you, uh, oh here we go now we set up boys. No, so, no, no, I had my funny. stag do well unofficial stag do this week um, because oh, I didn't really, really? want to do a stag do. Well, okay, you, so so where wait, hang on a second, what where, you had what, to why, when, and why I wasn't going to do one, but st- yeah, so stag do. I thought you invite your friends. Uh, yeah, did you? I didn't get the invite. I don't think I did because I, I sent it. I sent it. I sent it second class. Post. Oh god, it must have got lost. There. You must have got lost. So it? you went on a stag do and didn't even. Well, I didn't know about it, so I was not going to do a stag do, right? And um, because I, I know, I know it sounds really shit, but I, I didn't want to do a stag do because I, I don't, I'm not really like a lad. I don't really want to go out with my friends without Hannah. I'd rather just like yeah. go out because I'd rather go out with my friends and Hannah, and then have then I can have sex at the end of it. Like, I can't have sex with my friends. With one of your friends? It's, um, <laughs> yeah, that's true, yeah. It's, um, that's, <laughs> that's why I you're didn't a voyeur. You you're, you're one of those voyeurs. You're like, yeah, yeah Hannah, we have sex with one of my friends so I can I'm watch. watching. <laughs> yeah. so, I want my uh, stag dude. All of my friends are going to have sex with my fiancé and we're going to watch. <laughs> <laughs> and so we, like, yeah, like, so... Like a Lucasade. <laughs> oh, I'm going to let that down. So I, um, so we had... Um, so I wasn't going to do a stag do and because we're getting married abroad anyway and we think like, like that when everyone's out there we'll have a party anyway yeah. and so uh, but then the other day I went to sleep and then I woke up like with a noise of like beeping outside my house and uh, all of my friends arrived like who I like my friends who I work out with and stuff they all arrived in like this pickup truck with like loads of barbells and like weights and stuff in the back. <laughs> they arrived at my house. Your most favorite stag do. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, what is going on? It was like all my friends from like different walks of life, you know, it was like my brother, it was like my friends from Peckham, my friends from like other places and um all the people sort of I work out with a different different groups. And then uh, they were all together at the back of this truck, and then they came to my house and we had breakfast. Complete surprise. And Hannah just like organized a stag do day where we went first of all we went to like this lake which had all the ninja warrior inflatable stuff and we, we did all that stuff it was really fun amazing it's like That's good. Were you good at it? Were you good so at it? fun honestly Were you good at it? Uh, well it's just so dangerous you're just constantly falling around it was kind of fun and um and then we just went back to my house and did four workouts and it was so funny we sweated <laughs> like in oh. my front in my like front yard bit we were like, and then we just did like four workouts, and then they the went only, home. They the only, were, I was alone in my house at six o'clock. The only thing Absolute that would dream. made that shit is if you put on classical music while that was happening. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> that is true. That is that is that, is. that was my stag dude. I went started. to sleep and I woke up and my friends were outside with barbells. And I got excited <laughs> to lift with them. It's, and I that would be my Instagram. worst stag Everyone was like. That's a really shit stag dude, Joel. No, man. But listen, no, not at all. Because what it is, it's what you. It's you, and and that yeah. is, and also what is so great is that Hannah, your fiance, organised that, which is just yeah. so badass of her to do that. It was so great. Also, now I'm like, oh, fuck, I've got to organise something for her. Oh yeah, uh, Andy. So I reckon you go to sleep. 
you then bring all her friends around, they should get barbells and do four workouts. Yeah. That's what I think. Like, what, babe? I assumed you want to do the same thing as me. <laughs> what, babe? Do you know what I might do? The best thing about, the best thing about that your impression is that, of yourself. You know, yeah. <laughs> your impression of yourself. Why is like, what, babe? <laughs> I love the impression of like the bad version of myself. <laughs> what, babe? I, what? I assumed you want to watch the football on a Saturday. <laughs> What's wrong with that, babe? <laughs> Babe, oi, babe. It's what Joel Dobbin does. Also, I love that you remind me of um, of uh, Paul Rudd and I Love You Man. Yes. His wife's like, you got to find the best man. You totally. to, want to do a stag do. It's so good. I love that film. I love how he like keeps on trying to make up those like words that are his like oh sign offs. I watched this the other day. It's such a good film. It's such a, so I Love You Man with um, Paul Rudd. And basically what happens is he goes, he has to go and find a best man for his wedding. And he finds a guy called, uh, uh, his name's Peter Claven. And his the guy he finds is Sydney Sydney Thomas, as I say, Sydney something. The funniest bit in any movie I've ever watched is Peter Claven, Paul Rudd, is sitting there and he's nervous about phoning Sydney, this guy that he's just met. Basically, it's like it's sort of replicating asking a girl on a date. So he's sitting there pretending to pick up the phone and go, "Hey, uh, Sydney, it's Peter Claven here." Sydney, Peter, it's Peter Claven. How you doing? He keeps doing these like different forms of doing it, and then so. He, <laughs> <laughs> he picks up the phone. He picks up and goes, bring, bring. And this guy picks up and he goes, <laughs> so his name's Peter Claven. The other person, he goes, Peter, it's Sidney Claven. <laughs> he goes, oh, it's a nice voice. And he goes, oh, that's all right. <laughs> um, Sydney, it's Peter Claven. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You enjoyed that so much, and I hope that the listeners at home enjoy it as much as Jamie. Oh, <laughs> absolutely love hey, it. But uh, my favorite part of that whole thing, can I say, Jamie, is when you did an impression of a phone and you went bring bring. <laughs> as if like it's was... nineteen nineteen <laughs> and phones have just been a bring 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 bring. Oh my! Oh, uh, would you get that, please, darling? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was just getting totally overexcited with the story. <laughs> Couldn't get it out. Get it out. He was on the phone and he was like, bring, bring. <laughs> but talking of stag dudes, I was on a stag do this weekend in the island of Havar, H-V-A-R in Croatia. Nice. Oh, and uh, yeah, shit. But while I was there, I got sent this message. I don't know if you guys have heard this. I don't know if our listeners have heard it. But it's a message uh, of what happened to two people on a date, on a Tinder date in oh, the shard. so... Everyone knows about this, right? Hey, yeah, I, what, have you have you heard this? And they Radio One have since checked it with the shard, and it wasn't true. It's not real. Yeah, it's not real. Can we hear it anyway? Do you want to hear it anyway? Yeah. Because this is what I was going to replace instead of my diary today. So I thought I would play a little bit of this. Let's Are do you it. I've heard it. Here we go. Okay, so this girl at work told me this story this morning. It's going to make you lol massively. Um, so basically, a friend of hers uh, went on a Tinder date to the Shard for some drinks. And um, she'd had a really shit day at work. So she, when she got there, she was like, ordered herself this like £50 bottle of wine. Anyway, when her Tinder date arrived, um, he sort of had some. He was like, oh, yeah, that's really nice. They ordered like a couple more bottles. Anyway, when the bill came, it was £15,000. And she'd re- re- misread the menu and she thought it was 50. It was £5,000 per bottle. 
she was then like, I can't fucking pay this. Like, what the hell? The tin, the guy on the tin date was like, I thought it was a £50 bottle of wine. Like, what the fuck? Like, I'm not paying for this. She then had to get the manager over and was like, I'm really sorry, but I, I cannot afford £15,000. Like, what the fuck? He was like, well, can you pay retail price, which is nine grand? She was like, no, I still can't fucking pay nine grand. And she was like, to people like, why the hell did you warn me? And they were like, well, we get billionaires that come in here. Like, we don't ask people because it can like be insulting anyway she now has a direct debit set up to the shard that she has to pay off for the next 10 years oh my god i literally was like are you fucking kidding me that is like the worst fucking date ever most fifteen thousand pounds Bad language in there. Amazing. I'm so glad See, that's, that's not true. So that's not true. Is that so, not yeah. true? So that's the thing that's been going around. Someone else told me that and it was like, whoa. And um and the yeah, Radio One checked with the shard and they said they don't have any record of that happening and their most expensive bottle of one is two and a half thousand pounds. Uh, what? That's so upsetting. It's I know, so it is upsetting. But it's also that classic thing where someone's going, I just someone at work just told me this thing. And where like spreads. and that person was like, Oh, okay, the weekend's just happened. I've done fucking nothing. I'm gonna be the most entertaining person in the office today. You'll never guess what happened to me. Yeah, also <laughs> what's so funny, we're on the stag do and this guy who was on the stag do also called Jamie said, Oh, I know the person who it happened to. They were lying. <laughs> they just, sound like it. They feel like an idiot right now. It's one of those classic things where you just find loads of liars. Yeah, where loads of people are like, oh yeah, I've got this friend who did this thing, and oh my god, like this and that and this, and it's like it's hard. It's hard. People do it in stand up all the time because they go like, oh, I have this friend that did this thing, and it's you know, you just, I feel feel. And now that lady who's made that voice note, which has gone hugely viral across the world. Now is gonna go to that person at work and be like, "What the fuck are you doing, man?" You made me look like an idiot. You made me look like a dick in front of the world. <laughs> in front of the world. Hey, I want to. Hey, make me look like anything in front of the world. Give <laughs> me that viral hit, baby. Hey. I wanna, put me, put me on strictly. Yeah, put me on strictly. <laughs> hey, uh, Joe. Hey, listen, uh, Pete. That's the end of part one. But we're gonna stick around for part two, aren't you? Oh yeah, yeah bye bye. Yeah, why do you look at your watch? Oh, just check and see what time <laughs> part one then is. <laughs> hey everyone, we'll see you in part two. Bye. Woo. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.